Well, hi everybody, and uh, well, here we are at a, uh, a rather uh, cloudy and damp Vauxhall Stadium. Um, I'm joined by Robert Mutimer and Chris Liu. We'll have a little chat with them and explain a bit more why they're sitting next to me at the moment. I'm Mike Bacon, um, and we're going to look ahead to, well, what is undeniably one of the biggest meetings at Foxhall Stadium there's been for decades. Coming up on Monday night, Ipswich Witches versus Swindon Robins in the Premiership Playoff Grand Final First Leg. Well, how exciting is that? Well, my two guests here, um, <laughs> they couldn't be more excited, could you, Chris? No, definitely not. Um, no, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. You know, I mean, 98 was the last time that we really tasted proper success. It was a, it was a massive year for the club and, um, you know, first year back for a long while in the top flight and here we are in, in, in our first playoff final. Obviously, you know, the last top flight success, 98, um, was a season-long thing, but, um, you know, this, this is different. First playoff final, it's been a... A long while coming, but it's here now. And uh, well, we, as I say, we, we were hoping to be outdoors on the track, looking all very summery in our shorts and um, our T-shirts with Come On Witches. Um, but we're obviously, we're obviously not doing that because of the weather. Weather's been a bit of an issue, Chris, but forecast Monday doesn't look too disastrous, I believe. Um, no, Monday's forecast is improving all the time. So, um, you know, fingers crossed we're, we're going to get away with the weather. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been you know, a couple of weeks now since, uh, obviously, qualification. And um, that hasn't been ideal preparation for us in, in terms of riders riding their bikes and keeping the laps in and, and keeping race fit. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's the right time because it's the end of the year. So they've been riding all year. If anything, um, you know, maybe the rest will do them good. We'll, we'll, we'll look for the positives in it. But, uh, no, the weather's definitely played its part so mm. far in these playoffs. Well, that's Chris, obviously, the the promoter. Now, next to me on my left is a man who probably knows more about the club and the team, Chris, than me and you put together because he hasn't missed a meeting uh, with the Witches this 2019 campaign. Robert, um, home and away every meeting. Yep. Haven't missed a thing. No. Um, I mean, have you, how much have you enjoyed it? It's been really enjoyable. Um, obviously, a couple of away performances you probably quite happily forget, but... You know, matches at, at Wolves, you know, a, a match at Swindon, Bellevue. I think we've been everywhere and scored points and clawed back matches that you think, oh, we're going to lose this. I think, you know, it's been been a real roller coaster of a season, but, you know, there's one more ride and hopefully it's going to be a good one and it finishes well for us. So, I mean, between you and me, and we won't bring Chris into this, but between you and me, I didn't think the Witches were going to do much on the road this season. I did. I, I don't know why. I should have been more positive. Um, I mean, how did you... I just, I just thought they'd do well at home, but I was, I was concerned they weren't going to get the wins on the road. But they've proved me wrong and a lot of people wrong. That, how did you feel about that before the start of the season? Pretty similar, to be fair. I think it was a team that you looked at, had a lot of Foxall experience you know, with Cam and Danny, Richard Lawson, rides it pitch well. And I think you looked at us going away, you look at you know, the teams that we're going to see in Swindon, Wolves, Bellevue, Paul, all had big, big riders at the top. I thought we might struggle, but and in fairness, at, you know, Kingsley and Swindon first time around we did. Um, but then that, I think it was the first Wolves away match where Richie twinkled, tinkered with the team a bit and it, everything just seemed to click. And then after that, actually, I think we were a bit unlucky not to get something out of that match. And then after that, we go to Paul and we only just lose. We then win at Peterborough and it's kind of all snowballed from there. Mm. So I think they've done really well. You mentioned uh, Richie with a little, we call him, he's been called the Tinker Man because he has, it's very unusual actually, I'll speak to Chris about it in a minute as well. I mean, it's very unusual for, in Speedway to, to change the teams around, the team order around. Often it sort of gets fairly staged, doesn't it? You have two reserves, the top five sort of pick themselves and stay in that order. But he's, you, that's worked, hasn't it? Yeah, it's worked really well. Like I said, I think you know, at Wolves he put Richard and Chris together at one and two and in heat one, Richard wins heat one, which is the first time we'd won that away from home all season. And I think, you know, it gives you a bit of belief that if you win the first race, then you had Cam and Jake in heat two, get a heat advantage. And 
all of a sudden you're, you're looking pretty positive for the match as opposed to you know, 5-1 against in the first one and then nothing out of Heat 2. It looks like it could be a long night. But, yeah, it's, it just seems everything, most things that sort of Rich and Chris have done with the team this year seem to have worked out well. You know, whether it's been changing the riding order or even changing riders, it seems to have benefited us and, and made a difference. So, it's all good. Interesting that, Chris, what Robert's saying about the team. and Because, you know, I mean, when you rode, you rode number one. Probably most of your career, apart from number seven for Hackney for a season. You were number seven, scoring about 18 points a match. For one month, is that all? Let's <laughs> put me in my place. Yeah, so just the one month at Hackney Reserve and straight to number whatever. But that was right, that's right, though, isn't it? Teams didn't change that off. You had a number one, number two, teams, apart from those who dropped into the reserve, most of the time the team order was fairly similar. Yeah, I mean, the, the rule changes in sort of more recent years um, where only your number one average rider has to be at one and, and the rest you can, uh, obviously, apart from reserves, you can do what you want with us. Probably enabled a bit more change in that respect. It's certainly given... Richie the scope to do what he's done this year but um, yeah it used to be a bit more stable I mean yeah certainly um, I spent most of my career at number one which which I enjoyed although I may not enjoy it so much these days because the number one has to go off the outside gate whereas I was <laughs> always off the inside gate which was which was nice but uh, no um, you know I totally agree with, with Robert Richie the Swan Hawkins he's known yes, as now very much. <laughs> um, has done a brilliant job um, right down to, to the, the semi-final um, first leg um, obviously went a bit wayward towards the end, but it, it got the team ready, and you know, in the end, it, it showed that they they did enough in that leg, albeit it was was a strange tie. But um, the second leg, you know, it, it he really did stick to his guns. He, he he kept calm. He did what he's done all season. Didn't panic. Didn't change anything, and it worked perfectly. Yeah. So there we are. So the Witcher. So there's a little bit of sort of a, a, an overview of the season. But here we are. So like I said, Monday night here at Foxhall, it's the big first leg, uh, Ipswich versus Swindon. Well, Robert, um, we don't want to put you on the spot too much, but uh, who's going to win? No, I, let's see. <laughs> yeah, go on, stick with that. Ipswich. You know, we've we've come this far. Don't see why not. I think if you look at the stats and facts and form and teams, you'd say Swindon are going to. You know, I've seen comments on Twitter and Facebook that said this is going to be the most one-sided final ever. Um, but I think a lot of people said that about the semi-final and then look what happened against Paul. So you you can't write the team off. You know, they've pulled off so many amazing races, heats, results this season that, you know, this could well be this could well be our year. So fingers crossed it is. I mean, I always think to myself, every time I write a report, I'm always thinking, I'm like, oh, right, that so-and-so rode well, but so-and-so didn't have such a good meeting. And I always keep on, one day, all seven are going to click. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine, Chris, if all seven suddenly were on top form at the same time? Hopefully, Monday night and Thursday night. That's when it's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet this year. But, um, no, I mean, um, I'm grateful for those comments on social media saying that it's going to be the most one-sided final because um, this team's a little bit like the Incredible Hulk. You don't want to make it angry. Oh, well, there you go. That's, I like that, Chris. That's very, but it's true. It's true. I mean, they have been written off so many times that, of course, the pundits and everyone else have obviously written off. They've got through to the final. I think beating Paul was a huge thing over two legs. I mean, they, to me, they're a strong side, as strong a side as Swindon. Robert, would you, would you think? Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, you look at you know, the fact that they'd beaten us home and away twice in the league. You know, they've got riders that ride Foxall well. So the fact that they got a 10-point lead, you probably were, as fans, you're a bit anxious that that's going to be enough. Um, you know, Paul don't tend to surrender a lead in, in playoffs if they win the first leg. So, um, and again, it just shows what the seven witches did on you know a couple of weeks ago is that against everyone again writing us off. It's it's them that go out. You know, maybe a bit of luck in heat one with with Nico breaking down, but you know five one in heat one. 
crowds then massive amount of support the back straight the back straight massive uh, will make a load of noise that spurs everyone else to make a load of noise and then actually it becomes a real real atmosphere that the riders want to want to race for and it made a massive difference and you know they spur the fans on the fans spur the riders on and it just kind of went from there so it's all it was all good and that it, that does seem a bit here at Foxhall um when the team gets on a roll um, as they show against Paul and, and against, I mean, Swindon are obviously going to be very strong. There's no, there's no getting two ways about that. But if Ipswich can get a role, and you say you sit among the fans, um, there's good atmospheres, great atmosphere. There's going to be a good atmosphere here on Monday night. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, you know, I think I couldn't tell you how long the, the Backstreet Massive have been making the noise, but, you know, they've, they've come about and they've made a bit of atmosphere and that's, that's now started to spread across the stadium. I think, you know, we've got Kevin Long in the middle that G's everyone up and makes, he makes as much of a noise and, and support for the witches as the... As the people on the side so that then creates a, a massive atmosphere I think you know Swindon fans could outnumber Ipswich but would still make more noise mm. it's, just, it's just I think you've got probably one of the, the loudest sets of fans in Speedway and you know like I said having travelled the country is probably true you know mm. there's not many that make that kind of noise like Ipswich fans do very true, isn't it, Chris? I mean, the fans here at Ipswich, you know, can re I mean, I know it's a bit of a, a cliche about an eighth man, but on Monday night, you know, here against Swindon, obviously the grand final, it, they, the fans could be an eighth man. Yeah, they could. Um, uh, they will, I yeah. think, for sure. Um, you know, the, the second leg of the semi-final against Paul, um, I don't think I've sort of heard, uh, seen and felt that atmosphere in, in the stadium probably since 98, really. Um, you know, it was different. We, it wasn't a playoff situation and... Um, it, it built up throughout the season. But when we crossed the finish line that year, that was the type of atmosphere that we had. So, um, and, and I think that's going to be generated again, probably twofold, I hope. Um, big crowd in. Um, you know, there isn't much between these teams, I don't think. Obviously, social media maybe says otherwise. But um, Swindon have got good riders and they're high on confidence. We've got good riders, we've got determination and we've got a lot of passion and the fans behind us. Mm. So we're going to be dangerous. Jason Doyle against Niels Christian Everson, Robert. We, Ipswich obviously got a Grand Prix rider at number one. Swindon have got a Grand Prix rider at number one. I mean, that could actually be quite a contest. They're going to meet each other, what, maybe six times, I suppose, over the two, the two meetings. Yeah, I think that's going to be massive. And Niels, Niels seems to have taken riding Ipswich really well. You know, that first match when he rode against Paul, he scored 13. He looked like he hadn't missed the season, you know. I think he might, you know, reading the Speedway Star this week that he... He obviously rode for Kingsley last year and missed the final and possibly, you know, injuries to them cost Kingsley last year. But this year we've got seven fit riders. We've got Niels wanting to win that, that title. You've got the six riders with him want to win the title. So I think, you know, Jason Doyle rides here well. He obviously rides Swindon well, but there's, you know, there's nothing stopping Niels from, from showing him how to do it. You know, Jake Allen's beating Jason Doyle around here, so there's no reason why any of the other six can't. So mm. it's all good. Very good. I mean, and, and that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, you brought Niels in here. Uh, Chris in the last month. I mean, you know, for this final playoff push, uh, I suppose you're going to say good decision, obviously. <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> I, there, was, there was a lot of work went into that and a, and a lot of thought. Um, it came at a crucial time. We, we were on a bad run. Um, it was difficult. Uh, neither neither Eddie or, or Christian had, had done anything wrong, but we needed to be, we needed to be different. The, the dynamic of the team had changed when we lost Jake and, and Cam, um, you know, when we lost a pair of them from reserve. The dynamic had changed completely, and um, we needed to react to that. You know, if, if, if in football analogy, if you had a squad and, and you got an injury, sometimes the dynamic change, you have to change a lot of things, and, and we had to go down the same road. So, um, yeah, it has worked, and we're, I feel that we've, we've regained our form, um, possibly peaking at just the right time. So, Robert, let's have a quick look at Swindon. Who's the, who's, let's, let's take one or 
one rider? Who's the one rider who you really fear could, could turn it for them? For me, I think it's probably the, uh, Rasmus Jensen. He's sort of, he's, I wouldn't say he's coming under the radar because a lot of people seem to have him down as, uh, <coughs> excuse me, as uh, signing of the season for Swindon. And I think the form he's shown in the, in the top league this year has been incredible. So um, if we can keep him quiet, then potentially that could make a massive difference for us. And, um, you know, Heat 3, he's out with, probably out with Toby and up against Chris and Richard Lawson here, I think. That could ease, that could go any way result wise that that heat and I think he's probably there he's made he's made their team the difference to to become the powerhouse they are hit teams early on is that thing Robert I mean, say, you know especially on your home track you know as you say get a if they win the toss right so Richie wins a toss what do you, what do you, I know I do what what would you do in heat one Ipswich win the toss on Monday night for gate positions I know what I would take what do you take probably take one and three you know, me too yes yeah. you know having Cam off one and, and Neil's on the inside of Jason and heat one can make a difference. Um, and again, you know, you look at a positive start. You take the playoff away leg at Paul. You know that that start we made at Paul. Wimborne was silent for 11 heats, mm. and that's just incredible. And you're an away fan going down to Paul, and there's no noise. You weren't silent. No, obviously it changed towards the end of the match. But you know, Richie asked us to speak to the team before the second leg, and that was one of the things I said was, you know, for 10 heats you kept Wimborne silent. Mm. You do that tonight at Foxhall, it'll be the exact reverse. It'll be massive noise, massive atmosphere, and that'll make a a positive difference and you know riders talk about wanting to ride in big crowds you look at when they go to Cardiff or Warsaw for the Grand Prix and big crowds get them excited it's it'll be the same at Foxhall and that's what a positive start does it really gets gives the team belief gives the fans belief and you know we're all believing at the moment so mm. let's go for it big start so important on Monday night Chris as, as Robert says because if you do, you just imagine if you know you, you, in heat one you can sort of keep J the J Jason Doyle in, in, in third place or something it just lifts everywhere it's massive isn't it yeah, it, it it is a big thing to, to have a confidence boost and start. The confidence runs through the team. You know, you, you see the guys go out and heat one and, and maybe get 5-1 and you're out in the next race. You, you, it, it, straight away, it feels like I can't let the team down. Mm. We're in front. We've got to stay in front. So, yeah, it, it's a big thing. And, and going back to what Robert said about the individual battles between riders like Rasmus Jensen and, and maybe Richard or, or Chris, um, those battles have to be won at home. That's where it will be won and lost mm. is who's winning those battles at home and who slips up. Um, so, you know, they're the important factors, really. What's the nerves going to be like, Chris? You're a rider. I mean, what's the nerves going to be like among the sets of riders? Um, OK, it's probably the last two meetings of the season for most of them, but it's the most important meeting of the season for most of them. There'll be nerves. There'll be nerves for everybody. Swindon are undoubtedly um, the favourites. I think they'll be a little bit more nervous than we are. Yeah, exactly. That's great. I mean, Robert, you've obviously enjoyed this season immensely. Let's start looking at score lines. Let's start looking. What would you? I mean, because I could ask Chris. I'd ask Chris, right? How many do you want to win by? And he'll say, "I'm not telling you." And I'd ask Richard. He certainly wouldn't tell me because he's, you know, he won't. They won't say. But we can say, you know. So what? What would we like to see? What would you like to see a, a lead going to Swindon? It's tough. I think if you base it on our last performance there, we're going to need about 44, maybe 45. <laughs> so, um, it's a I think in a playoff match, anything over over 10 will be be good, um, and that gives you a chance to obviously. You know, try and defend that. Although knowing the way that Richie and the boys, they'll go to Swindon wanting to win. Um, like I said, that that second league match at Swindon was was tough to watch. Um, but actually, if you fast forward to the first league match at Swindon, that was great to watch. You know, it was only a, a very great move by Doyle on the last bend of Heat 15 that gets them the win rather than us a draw. So, um, and again, it's you know when you look at results at Swindon, you know Chris has gone Chris has gone well there, Danny's gone well there, you know Jake's done well there. It's there's no reason that if they don't, you know, same with Paul, if they put, 
put that performance in and that top performance, then there's no reason why we can't, you know, go there and, and win the match, if not win it on aggregate and bring home a trophy. So it'd be great to see Danny lifting that trophy. Wouldn't it be? That would be great, Chris. Cause, I mean, obviously the club has been through, you know, um, a sort of transitional period over the last, you know, many years really, going into the championship. And I mean, it was a big move to come into into the Premiership. But here we are in the final. It's extraordinary. Um, I mean, it probably is the biggest meeting since 1998. I would I would suggest, as having having seen the club all these years. Um, so, what do you hope for on, on over the next over the next week, Chris Morning, Apart from the obvious win. <laughs> <laughs> the win um, see Danny lift the trophy you know he's, he's Ipswich through and through um, you know he might not have been born or grown up in Ipswich but um, he loves the club he, he loves the opportunity the club gave him all those years ago so um, that would be nice to see uh, you know I want the fans to be entertained I want good competitive meetings home and away and us to finish on top and are you giving us a little prediction Chris we'll finish on top that's fine, that's fine. Well, I mean, I'm going to go for... What should I go for, Robert? I always go a little bit eccentric, so I'll probably go for like a 14-point home win and we'll probably win by 10 at Swindon as well. So, I mean, we'll probably go... Take that. <laughs> <laughs> well, one has to be confident. But no, you're right. I mean, so here we go then. Um, it's Ipswich versus Swindon. Monday night here at Foxhall Stadium. 7.30 start, Chris? Yes, 7.30 start. 7.30. Everything as usual. Are the turnstiles opening a little bit earlier? Because there'll be a big crowd, I suggest. Um, yeah, they will be open 15 minutes earlier than normal. Yeah. Any ice creams or anything about going about Of course, there'll be ice cream, beer, everything. Oh, wonderful. There might not have no face paint. And, and chili dogs. Just oh, me. some chili dogs as well, Robert. What do you think of that? Well, that's the what better way to start the night. Excellent. Well, look, hopefully the Witches will come out on top next week. Next week, it's Ipswich versus Swindon, the Speedway Premiership Grand Final um, here at Foxhall Stadium Monday night at Swindon on Thursday night. Robert's seen the whole lot. He's seen every meeting this season. It'd be nice to finish with uh, the trophy in our hands. Hey, Robert. Can't think of a better way to finish. Thanks very much for that and thanks Chris.